0: Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast, where we search the scriptures, where we look for solutions to life's issues. And we're still continuing on the series, Be Healed. And today's topic is, Be Free from the Oppression of Sickness. When we speak about the word oppression, some may think that because we are believers, therefore we cannot be oppressed by anything. Some immediately may think of demon possession. And we're saying, be free from that. And if somebody else around you, or you see someone that needs that healing from being oppressed from a sickness, from a disease, it is time that you rise up and do what the word of the Lord God says we ought to do. We're saying, be free from the oppression of sickness. Some time ago, I got attacked on my lower back. I had a sudden excruciating pain and I could not do anything. I could not walk. I could not go to work. I was unable to clean and to even cook in the house. On the third day of my being sick, my husband got up to get more medication because what I had had already run out. He left me in my room sleeping and he had prepared breakfast for me and he was going to come back and prepare dinner for us. That day I got angry. I got really angry with the sickness. I started praying and I cast the pain out. I told it to leave my body. I confessed scriptures over myself. I called on the name of the Lord. Now, I had prayed before. I had um, asked the Lord to heal me before. I was not resolute about it and I was not casting the thing out. Uh, Because sometimes when we are praying, we first approach God with a prayer, Lord, heal me. Whereas there are times where you have to say, devil, get out. You have to tell the thing to leave your body. Because it is an attack of the enemy. And there are times where you've got to ask God. Because it is your body maybe responding to the environment around you. And, and therefore you getting sick. Maybe there is a disease going around or something. But in any essence it is always the devil that is at work. So I, I cast the thing out. And then I got up and put some music. And I started to dance for the Lord. The pain was still there when I was dancing. It was funny because I, I actually wanted to do that which I was unable to do. I was unable to move around without pain. So I, I started dancing and, and I, could, I could hear the bones cracking up, and the sound that they were making as I was dancing. I, I even took the broom and I started to um, clean the house. I took the mop and I mopped the floors. And, and one of the things about a broom, I, I, I personally don't like it because it It somehow has an effect on the lower back. So for me, of course, I don't normally sweep the house. Um, I use the mop most of the time. I sweep when I really have to. So I swept the floor and I mopped and I finished cleaning and I went to cook. By the time I was cooking, I had forgotten that I was actually sick. I sat down to eat as I began to eat my husband came back with the medication. And he was surprised to find me sitting in the living room. The house was clean. Food was ready for him, and it shocked him. And I told him that no, this thing had to go. The pain was unbearable. It had to go. the The oppression of the enemy was unbearable for me, and it had to go. So I had to decide to stand up and wrestle with God. I think sometimes we are so soft with the enemy; he just doesn't go. Um, he he feels like the the the, the punches are not um hard enough, so he just stays on and and continues attacking the person. Sickness and disease is oppressive. It renders you powerless at times. Some people lose their jobs because of an extended period of sickness where um, the doctors are unable to even heal the person. Some business collapse if the owner is continuously unable to attend to their business. And one of the elements that the devil uses to keep a person in bondage is comfort. Yes, at times you become comfortable with sickness. Not that you want it, but you learn to live with it. You accept it and it takes root and it never leaves. We also have medication and chronic medication that keeps a person in a comfortable position. It allows you to live with the disease comfortably. Not that you are healed, but the disease is managed. Some medications have to be taken at certain times. And that means your activities must be scheduled around that time you must be in a position to take those pills. It is it is oppressive, controlling your times and your movements because then you must um, do something about your sickness or that which is attacking your body. Some medication requires you to eat first and therefore wherever you are, you must be able to have something to eat. Uh, we see in churches where if the church takes longer than expected, we'll start thinking about the old people that are taking chronic medication. Some diseases come as a result of the food that we eat or the lack of certain foods that the body needs. Some disease comes with age and a body that is not strong and healthy, meaning that if the person was active, the age-related sicknesses might not find it easy to attack that person. And yes, disease does come from the devil. And that is the focus of this episode. Satan does attack with sickness and disease and demonic oppression as he at times also attack with problems that eventually cause a person to be sick as the worry and the anger and the bitterness and even the anxiety get worse. Eventually, the person becomes sick of some other disease. Take for instance, ulcers. They may come as a result of your being angry or worried or even bitter about something. I remember I once suffered from ulcers a long time ago, and they were very, very bad. That is the kind of pain that gets you to get off your bed and kneel down, and you don't even know what you're looking for under the bed. But you, you, you just need to do something. You just need to be in a certain position. I had very bad ulcers, and um, every time I walked into the doctor's room, he asked me, what did they do to you this time? I was still a young bride and did not know how to manage those early marriage challenges. So I got angry for days. I mean, I slept angry sometimes, woke up angry, and the ulcers got worse and worse. And the doctor said, you need to deal with your anger. You you need to find a way of dealing with your anger because the the, the ulcers are caused by that. Some ulcers would be caused by the food we eat. But over and above that, anger and worry and anxiety and even bitterness would make um, the ulcers to get worse. Satan does attack directly with sickness and disease and even deformity. You remember the story of Job. It is a clear example where Satan attacked Job with sickness right after killing his children and getting his flocks stolen and some killed. The, The Bible tells us of a woman who had a deformity. Jesus found her at the temple. And this woman was not born with that deformity, but it's the Bible says that she was deformed for 18 years. In in the book of Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13, it says, On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. And then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. This woman was crippled. She was bent over and she could not straighten herself up at all. So she had a physical condition which was brought up by a spiritual issue. It could have been deforming arthritis. It could have been some bone disease or something to do with her spinal cord. Whatever it was, it held her down, looking down literally for 18 years. Um, She had a spirit of infirmity. She was not born again. Jesus had not died yet. She had no Holy Spirit in her, but there was a spirit of infirmity holding her down. She could not hold a job. She could not be able to properly do her chores in the house. 18 years is a very, very long time of suffering. But when Jesus saw her in the synagogue, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Luke chapter 13 verse 12. So to some, she was just crippled, but it was the work of an evil spirit. Her bones did not just become like that. She was oppressed. No one was able to help her and no one was even willing to help her. And some did not even want her to be helped in the synagogue simply because it was a Sabbath. Some today may want you to be healed, but it must be within the time given for a church service. So if it lingers on and it takes longer, then they are prepared to stay on in church. Some people will stand up and walk out because they've got other things that they want to do or have to do than to wait prayerfully for the people to be prayed for in front. So we still have some that are like that in the church in the, in the manner that they responded in the synagogue. Some people will even complain when they see someone coming to the prayer line many times over. People cannot comprehend the extent of your suffering. They are not even interested in knowing, nor helping, not even allowing others to help you. So for these people, it was a Sabbath. They told this woman to come any other day to be healed um, except the Sabbath. She did not ask to be healed. She just came to church for goodness sake. Isn't church a place to get your healing? The Lord answered that man who said this with, You hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water. Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? Luke chapter 13 verse 15 to 16. What a good response from the Lord. These people were prepared to do chores as long as it kept their own um, flock from dying of thirst and hunger. But they were not prepared to have a woman who had been bound for so long. They probably looked at her every single Sabbath coming to the synagogue for prayer. And they did nothing. They probably had seen her coming to the synagogue in any other of these days that they were referring to. But they had no power to heal her. But when Jesus Christ came and healed her, they raised an issue. It was not the right time. You shouldn't be here. Church is over. You shouldn't be coming forward. We have only five minutes left, so you shouldn't come forward for prayer. Jesus reprimanded them for being hypocrites. They do go out and untie their oxen or donkey to give it water, but they don't want this woman to be healed because it's the Sabbath. And any animal was more important on the Sabbath than the daughter of Abraham. So two things we learn, that sickness is oppressive and should be dealt with, and that any time is the right time for what is right for everyone. It was right for this woman to be healed. Jesus Christ cast that thing out. He made her free and it was a right time for the Lord to do that work. Jesus Christ had said before, My father is always working. I must also work. Never allow a situation to linger on for so long. Pray, cast it out. Get others to pray with you. But for goodness sake, never stay with that infirmity. If it is uncomfortable in your physical body, Be so uncomfortable to cast it out. Be free from your infirmity. Refuse to be held down by Satan. Never allow the messenger of Satan. Never allow any of the crew of Satan, not even a demon, not even a spirit of infirmity. Never allow any of these things to linger on in your body. Never lie down and play dead. Never allow Satan because he will destroy you. Never be comfortable with the attack of Satan and live with it. Chase the devil out continuously until he gets the message and leave. Remember, demons and spirits and any agent from Satan, they are all stubborn spirits. They are stubborn. They they never want to leave easily. You have seen people trying to cast out demons and it says, I'm not going. They tell it to go and it says, Where do you expect me to go? I'm not leaving. You'll repeat and you cast and you do all sorts of things. And that thing just looks at you and say, I am not going. I'm here. I have a right to be here and all sorts of things. So they are stubborn spirits and you've got to be more stubborn to get them out. Jesus Christ said a simple word, be loosed from your infirmity. She was bound by a spirit. She was bound for 18 years by a spirit, but it was time for her to be loosed. She was a daughter of Abraham and her God had promised that he would take away sickness and disease from among them. It was time for her to be healed as well. The Bible says they were in the wilderness for 40 years and none was feeble among them. The people of Israel were for 40 years without sickness and disease. This woman had found favor. Jesus freed her from that affliction. She was a daughter of Abraham after all she belonged to the same God that kept the people of Israel for 40 years without sickness and disease. The enemy has never stopped throwing stones at anyone he decides to target. And being a believer in Christ does not make one immune to certain attacks. In fact, he wants to attack the believers even more. With every attack, the enemy wants you to believe that God does not heal, that God does not love you or even worse, that God does not exist. Some people calling them atheists today have gone through difficult times as Christians. Some have lost their loved ones. Some have prayed for healing for their loved ones, and they were were not healed. And they in turn stopped believing that God exists, for if he did, why did he let their loved ones to die like that? Or that line of thinking gives Satan satisfaction that one more person has moved away from the faith, simply because They could not accept that their prayers were not answered or in the way that they had wanted. A born again child of God who has received the Holy Spirit has no space for the demon, but the enemy will still strike. He does not possess the person, but he still strikes. So we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, the word of God says, but we wrestle against principalities, and powers and rulers of this dark world. And why would we wrestle against these things if they do not pose a threat in our lives? Our weapons are not carnal, but are mighty in God. We need this freedom even today. Jesus Christ said, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. And I pray that you receive that word for yourself even today. In recent times, I got sick for a long time. I had pain in my neck and in my shoulders and in the back of my head. I prayed for healing and I did not get better, but I got worse. I had done MRI twice and it didn't show any serious condition. Then I decided to take um, three days fast and and I prayed. And I also had my sister praying with me in the evening. The focus was to bind the spirit of infirmity and cast it out. It was not a spirit that was inside of me, but it was a spirit that was oppressing me. It was like I was carrying a very, very heavy load. When I ended my fast, I felt like the heavy load was off my shoulders. My muscles became tender. They were no more hard. I could turn my head properly. I was able to lie down without pain. I had been through a difficult time where I could not even sleep without pain. I had to turn many times just to find an angle where I could sleep without pain or at least a little pain. I needed to be freed. Whatever it was, it had to leave my neck and it did. We were consistent. I was consistent. For three days, I said, this thing has to go. I actually was resolute. I had decided that this thing has to go. It cannot stay, not in my body. It cannot stay. It cannot keep on oppressing me. Um, I could not. I refused to have this thing uh, continuously giving me pain. And it left. Now, you can do the same thing. The Bible tells us about um, Paul um, speaking about his fellow worker. Um, His name was Epaphroditus, very difficult name, but he was his fellow worker and brother who was sick, but the Lord healed him. So sometimes we we, we have those that think that because I'm a believer, then I cannot get sick. Maybe you have that faith that you cannot get sick, but sickness does come. It can be from, as I said earlier, uh, your body reacting to your own environment, but the enemy does attack. Paul himself was even attacked by a messenger from Satan. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. So this, the same apostle that wrote so many books in the New Testament was attacked by a, th- a thorn in the flesh given to him, He specifically says it was a messenger of Satan. We do not know what kind of a thorn it was, but we know that it attacked his flesh. He asked the Lord that it might depart from him. This was a messenger that is an agent of Satan, which was sent to attack Paul. The messenger did not possess Paul, but it attacked his flesh. So never be too proud to cast out such a messenger of Satan, because Satan is still sending such messengers even today and even to those that are believers. We all need this freedom. How do you get free? We get it through the Word. Everything that we need, everything that we wish God to do for us, we can only get it through the Word. It will be very difficult for you as a believer to expect God to do anything for you without any reference to the Word of God. So you ought to use the word points that are given to you. You ought to use the Word. The Word of God says by his stripes, we are healed. In fact, Peter says, by his stripes, we were healed. We also have the weapon of the blood. The word of God says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So we'll overcome the enemy also by the blood of the lamb. We also have the spirit of God. He is the power of God that dwells inside of us. The word of God says, our God is a consuming fire." He is a consuming fire, but he also dwells inside of us by the Spirit of the Lord. So we have the Spirit of God within us that we can stand against the walls of the enemy. We also have the name of Jesus. Um, the man at the gate called Beautiful, he received a miracle in the name of Jesus, just the name of Jesus, just calling on the name of Jesus, just deciding to tell the enemy to leave in the name of Jesus, because your name doesn't hold any power, but the name of Jesus holds power because it is a name that the Father has exalted above all other names. So use the name of Jesus. Tell the thing to go. If you don't remember anything in the word of God, just remember that you've been given the name of Jesus. Tell it to go in the name of Jesus. We have the authority given to us by Jesus over all the power of the enemy, not some but all. The apostles use the authority against all kinds of evil spirits. We also have faith, a very powerful weapon. You just rise up in faith and say, I'm healed. You rise up in faith and tell the thing to go and it will go. The word of God says, now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17. Child of God, you have the liberty. Use it. You are given the liberty by the spirit of the Lord God. Use that liberty. Stand free. Free yourself from that oppression. It also says in James chapter 4 verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So you resist him. When you resist something, it means that thing is pushing you and you must push back. And it will push again and you must push back. So irresistance is not something that you do once. It's something that you continuously do. You have to be um, consistent in resistance. You've got to push consistently with more power every time you push until the enemy gets the message and he will leave. And also the word of God in Matthew chapter 18 verse 18 says, Assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So there are these things that we ought to bind. To bind means to not allow, to disallow. Um, to bind, you actually are forbidding something from happening. So you are binding it. You are making it to not have power to move. So you are binding it. It cannot move. If you bind something, you cannot do freely what it was supposed to do. So we have that. And also um, Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 19, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven, praise the Lord. So we have the keys. Jesus Christ has given us those keys. We have to bind in this earth. And that thing that we bind on earth, it is also bound in heaven. We cannot allow the enemy to continuously oppress us and the people of God. We've got to bind. We've got to disallow him. We've got to forbid him from continuing with all his schemes. And also in Matthew chapter 10 verse 8, it says, Um, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. So you gotta cast out the demons. It is our responsibility as believers. Be healed, child of God. Be free. Resist the devil and he will flee. Cast him out. He has no other choice but to go. Use the word. Use the name of Jesus. Call on the name of God. But whatever you do, Never accept defeat from the enemy. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, we thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you, Father God, for your promises to take away sickness and disease from us. But we also thank you, Father, for the authority you have given us over all the power of the enemy. We thank you for your word that you have given us as a weapon. It is a sword of the Spirit, and we use it against the enemy. Father God, I stand against all the wiles of the enemy. I speak the word of God over every situation that everyone that is listening to this episode. And I speak the life of God upon everyone that is sick. I bind every spirit of infirmity afflicting your children. I stand against every spirit of infirmity that is uh, bringing bondage into the lives of your children. I speak life in everyone that is sick. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be freed from this infirmity. Be freed from the oppression of Satan in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This weapon that the enemy has planned and formed against your life, it shall not prosper in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Where the Son of God is, there is liberty. Be free. Receive liberty in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Be free from oppression of the enemy. Resist the devil, child of God. And he will flee from you. Father God, I pray, touch each and every one that is sick in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch them and heal them, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For you are the Lord, our God. We thank you, Father, for the ministry of the Spirit of God. We thank you for your word, Father. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God, for freedom in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes, connect with me on social media platforms, give feedback also, and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.